to um, finish with the beautiful news. Cape Talk, some beautiful news. So we started with beautiful news and we're going to finish with beautiful news. And uh, so the the first one I'm going to, to play is... Uh, a clip uh, from Kaketsa Tube, and he has got a series of photos which capture the quiet moments and experiences of a diversity of people. Isn't it funny, the synchronicity of that? Quiet moments, the waiting. Um, so, for example, the simplicity of things, a man pushing a trolley cart across an intersection, a mother and a child observing a sunset, um, a young girl takes a minute to rest outdoors. Just honest and simple, and they are immediately recognizable. Seeing the everyday frozen in time allows us to just simply examine the emotions in others. And through them, we can actually see a reflection of our own lives, despite our different backgrounds. We are more similar than we think, Tube says, and the concept for this project came to him at a time when he felt emotionally trapped and taking photographs of others gave him clarity. He said, I stopped looking within and started looking out. I'm a photographer. My photo series titled The Journey came about when I realized that we all have different journeys. And then I stopped looking within, started looking out and documenting people's journeys. The more populated the world gets, the more alone we seem to feel when it comes to our struggles. Our collective challenges can unite us. I hope when people see these images, they feel hope. It's not only the South African narrative, but it's just human narrative in general. So as you know, with beautiful news, we share the clips with you. And then on Wednesday, Lester's going to chat uh, with one of the people that find themselves in these beautiful news clips. The next one, we go to Hanley Prinsluer. And she says, even from the middle of South Africa, a young Hanli Prince Luke could hear the seaside calling her. Have you ever had that? You've never been to the sea, but it's calling you, hey? Um, so Hanli was raised on a horse farm. She already had an unbridled love for the environment, but it's at the sea that she discovered how deep her passion was. And she started freediving and soon broke over 11 national records being underwater opened her eyes to marine conservation. And now uh, Prince Lou's focus is on changing the tides for kids who live near our coastlines. Throughout my competitive freediving career, I've broken over 11 national freediving records. My name is Hanley Prince Lou. I'm a freediver and ocean advocate. There are millions of people along South Africa's coastline who have never explored the ocean. I was inspired to start the I Am Water Foundation to share my love of the ocean and the beauty of our oceans with as many people as I could. The foundation is about experiences, awareness and advocacy and showing them what's beneath the waves. To date, we've worked with over 2,000 kids and seeing their lives change is what gets me out of bed every morning. 
Every time I'm in the ocean, it makes me feel connected to myself, to nature, and to all the people I share the ocean with. The next uh, beautiful noise, uh, beautiful noise. The beautiful news story is uh, from Tegan Phillips. Um, Tegan Phillips was en route to an office job. The prospect bored her. While completing her studies, a competition to win a bike and cycle across Spain caught her eye. So she had no touring experience, but just that yen for adventure. So the 22-year-old doodled a humorous comment as her. A comic, sorry, as an entry, and she won. And during her journey through unfamiliar towns and mountains, Phillips illustrated her experience as cartoons. And when she got back, she realized she'd caught the travel bug. So she got back on a bike, her bag stuffed with pens and notebooks, and she set off on a new path. And um, looking back in 2015, she and her family had crossed 11,000 kilometers through the southern and eastern Africa. And Phillips then designed a 25-day Ironman-style triathlon across New Zealand. So she faced anxiety, exhaustion, and fears of swimming in freezing waters. Along the way, she kept drawing, and contentment followed with each scratch of her pen. But so did uncertainty. I drew my first comic when I was a 22-year-old law student. It was an entry to a competition to win a bicycle and tent and go ride through Spain. Winning that bike led to me going on more adventures and drawing comics of all of those adventures. When I decided to pursue comic making full time, the hardest part was feeling like I was constantly drowning in self-doubt. But when I wanted to give up, my parents told me to be brave. They said that bravery isn't always about climbing mountains and getting chased by elephants. Sometimes bravery looks a little bit less sexy. They said sometimes it looks like just pursuing the thing you love when you don't know what will come of it. I carried on making comics because I knew in my heart that that's what I wanted to do and eventually it paid off. My dream is to use comics to discuss serious topics in a way that's fun. The next beautiful news clip comes from Lebohang Mokwena. Lebohang Mokwena only learned to ride a bicycle at the age of 30. Yeah, Maralis. Jemud Leister, Dama. And when she did, it changed her life. And her newfound skills opened up a world of freedom and accessibility. But many miss out on that chance. And that probably because they never owned a bicycle. So she's made it her mission to level the playing field by offering mobility to others. It all begins with teaching people how to ride. While living in New York, McQuenna began cycling with an organization that provides free lessons, and she felt liberated and vowed to bring the initiative back to South Africa. Now based in Cape Town, her classes are intimate, thoughtfully designed, and include bicycles, helmets, and water. The process is explained from start to finish. McQuenna begins by removing the pedals, allowing riders to scoot around until they find their balance. Once they set, the real fun begins. Squeals of delight punctuate the occasional crash or fall. May beep Maralis. <laughs> the one two-wheeled symbol of inability turns into a vehicle of strength. There is no age limit to learning how to ride a bicycle. Not everyone's childhood is the same and we should lose the expectation that it should be. 
derive a lot of joy from teaching people how to ride bicycles. I think the fear of what people will say when you learn how to cycle as an adult is what holds most people back. I wanted to give adults like myself the opportunity to rediscover dreams that they never thought they'd accomplish. I was motivated to share my skill with community. There's something inherently sustainable and quite simple that actually has so many possibilities. It transports you and I think it's healthy not just for our bodies but for the environment. My hope for Learn to Cycle is to expand it across the country. I hope it inspires people to find the things that they're good at that they can do for free in service of other people. And the last beautiful news story is of Shamiz Scott. Glimmers of dancing light bathe the room as Shamiz Scott walks in. The sparkles may be a reflection of her sequin dress, but it's the woman herself that leaves onlookers in awe. And this is the effect Scott has, both on the runway and among the people who know her. Scott is a professional model, and she also has Down syndrome. In every aspect aspect of her identity, the 19-year-old glows with pride. What was your first reaction when you saw yourself in the newspaper? <laughs> what did you feel like? I just feel like I'm in shock. <laughs> My name is Shumi Scott. I change the face of beauty in South Africa. I am a daughter. I'm a my sister. I am the model. And I'm proud to be a Down syndrome. My parents, my friends, and the support of me for my modeling, they're all shouting and saying, Shumi! I started the Shumi Scott Foundation. My extra chromosome make me extra ordering model. Those are the extraordinary stories. And uh, Lester, when he comes back on Wednesday, will uh, have chosen a story and uh, that will continue in the conversation that Lester has with the person who is a chosen. We, of course, had the, the cycle tour. It was hectic. There was wind. When I came to the studio yesterday, there were trees strewn all over the place. People say the wind.